Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's quarter to nine on SENZ. 0800-150-811-8833. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast and plenty of texts coming through around game day experiences around where New Zealand rugby and super rugby is at. Uh, uh, this one, uh, interesting. Hello, boys. The price is too high for a game that has got too very hard to watch. The game has got too many stoppages. When we were young, rugby was a simple game and good to watch. I don't think you need a lot of entertainment. When we used to go to games, it was also a chance to have a chat with your mates Give me the NRL any day. <laughs> yeah, and my dad's just walked in and he touched on it. Like, going to games is very expensive. Uh, the hospitality, when you've got to go line up for drinks and food and you're paying astronomical amounts of money to go and, and get this food and this tucker, you're missing the game. Plus the stoppages, there's no game. No, and you know, as, <laughs> and Matt, Matt from the NACI has texted through on double eight double three as well. To get people back to Super Rugby, things need to get cheaper. To take a family of four can be upwards of a couple of hundred bucks. Yeah, Matt, thanks very much for your text. Yeah, that seems to be uh, the the thing that seems to be resonating with a lot of people is is the cost of it, is he, uh, and and the value for money or lack of value for money. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. That's the big ones I've took out of it is cost and entertainment. Like, what is the entertainment factor at the stadiums when you head there? Obviously, the rugby's there, but that is stop start. So you need to find other ways at the moment to encourage punters to go and pay money to watch it. And then on the other side, we spoke about it with Japan rugby. So why would Japan rugby sacrifice their competition that is thriving to come over here and be an inclusion in Super Rugby? And Pony painted a good point here. Boys, you make it sound like countries want to come and play in our super comp. What's the benefit of being pumped every week and having no crowds to watch it? I'm assuming Japan is pretty happy in their own comp. Yeah, they did right. Why would they come over here and, and be a part of Super Rugby and sacrifice what they're going on and got going back in their own backyard? Like yep. the, the French-Japanese competition is thriving, Rick Dog. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, you know, and I know there's a memorandum of understanding between the NZR and Japanese rugby now, and maybe that is a, a step mm. in the right direction because Brenton has said, you know, uh, we'd end up with another Sunwolves if we added a Japanese team. And I think... You're right, Brenton, and you know uh, I mentioned it a little while ago. I talked to Robbie Deans a couple of weeks back, and he said that the first time around with the Sunwolves, they got it wrong because they talked to the Japanese rugby union rather than talking to the clubs because that's where the power lies. So mm. I, you know, I wonder whether or not uh, we need to look at some sort of system where you have uh, you talk to the you know, the Panasonics, the Toshibas, the Mitsubishi's, either get them to invest in New Zealand Super Rugby franchises or. You know, you bring four of those clubs in to Super Rugby to make it more competitive, even if it is, you know, like a, a champion, Champions League uh, sort of type setup. I mean, as Aaron has said on on double eight double three, mm. bringing the Japanese teams over would be great because half of them have got good Kiwis playing for them, and and that will be more of an attraction than watching average Wallabies. Well, that's been spoken about for years, that global comp- club competition. We want to see the Crusaders taking on the La Rochelles. That is something we'd love to see. But it's just too many voices, too many people in seats in the back room that are making these decisions that are blocking it and trying to find the time now where you think about the, that call earlier on, there's too much rugby from Bruce and Christchurch. The product is everywhere. And trying to allow space for those opportunities is 
Well, it's uh, impossible at the moment because there is no timings. But, mate, I'd love to see that. I would love to see a Crusaders or the Blues taking on Leinster or, or, or a Saracens up in the north. How good would that be? Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. And I guess it all comes down to where the money go because there's always that, you know, it's the All Blacks and the, and <laughs> the RFU, the right? Yeah. NZRU <laughs> yeah. and the RFU always argue about it's why the All Blacks don't play England at Twickenham because they want some of the money and the, and the RFU don't give them, uh, won't give them any. Uh, Grant in Christchurch has said, uh, and this is a good point too, maybe a bit of a perfect storm at the moment. Uh, I think it's a bit of a double whammy. How average the ABs have been recently, and now you've got a Warriors team doing very well. P.S. I'm a Crusaders fan. I hope Bodie uh, Bodie has his aimless chip kicking boots on tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Grant. Hopefully, they've uh, hopefully Leon's got that out of him. But I mean, that is another another good point. Well, we've had lots of texts about the NRL, but the NRL being a great comp has been a great comp for a long time. But the fact that the Warriors are now being competitive and getting twenty thousand a week and generating positive media stories is he. Yeah, but they were getting twenty thousand when they weren't so competitive, you know. So, like that's that's the funny thing, and, and like you hear about that text that came through forty dollars each for a ticket. Mm. You know, they're not in, inflating the prices to allow uh, that room for when the crowds don't come. They just make that call early, and then they get it done. So, look, John from Auckland's caught us on the phone line oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. John, good morning. Yeah, good morning from a very chilly Auckland, actually. Five degrees, mate. <laughs> chilly for us. Five degrees. <laughs> oh, it ain't nothing, uh, anyway. mate. Those Aucklands will be cold tomorrow <laughs> night. But what do you got for us? Um, you know, when you were playing, Izzy, the game, we had mm. South Africa there, we had Japan there. And yeah. there's a lot of South African ex- experts in New Zealand. So they always made the game interesting. And you can see with the Fijian team, there's a lot of Fijians all over the world. They come in, they watch the game. With the Aussie teams, there's no real connection with their supporters in terms of abroad, um, mm-hmm. like the NRL teams. So we don't have, you know, when the Waratahs play the Blues in a big 45,000-seat stadium, there's, you know, 10,000 people there. And plus, the game day experience isn't that engaging. But in saying that, there is potential for this competition to grow. Uh, I mean, I love the NRL. I'm rugby league man. Mm first and foremost, but I love sport. And so I want to see the game day experience really expand for um, Super Rugby. I, I can remember, because I've been going to the games, you know, me and you, Izzy, probably similar age since the 90s. Mm. Yeah. And I can remember, um, you know, the great Joely Vendiri running down the sideline and there were 30,000 blue supporters there, mate, against the Crusaders when Justin Marshall and co were playing. And... and Back then, they actually had afternoon games. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think so. John, the John didn't have lights. John, the question they want to throw to you there is: with the firepower and the players we have at our disposal, is that not enough? Do you feel like we're lacking in the superstardom kind of area when you roll oh, off those mate. names? Not, not in New Zealand, mate. Not in Aotearoa. You know, we we watch the best players in the world. Um, mm. What we are lacking is the experience, obviously. If you go to an NRL game, they've got, mate, they've got everything going for them. But in saying that, there's a lot of potential to move forward. But I, I like that concept you're talking about, Izzy. I want to see the Crusaders play La Rochelle. I want to see the the Blues play um, Leinster. You know, I hope mm-hmm. that can happen because I know I we all know that the Crusaders can beat those teams, mate. We all know any New Zealand team can beat any team in the world. We just want to see that happen one day. I think the question really is, John, you know, you talked about being about the same age as Izzy and none of those games, is who had the better goosey in their prime? You or Izzy? 
<laughs> oh mate, John, John would have hit it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you would have hit it, John. We appreciate your call, mate. Passionate as always. Be like John and give us a call eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We're coming up to the end of our show, Rick Dog. Have we got enough time to get through some more? Yeah, we do. Step it back to the NPC lads. We'll play it like Champions League across the Pacific. Can you imagine a Naki team loaded with three Barretts? Would be great to see. <laughs> mate, that is, oh, uh, mate, that, so good. That is so good. Can you imagine how good Hawks Bay would be without all those players going to the South <laughs> Island too? Oh, mate. That'd be amazing. Uh, the NRL competition is great. In COVID, when it was just New Zealand team, Super Rugby was awesome. Afternoon games and very close. International League is average. International is rugby is much better. That's a good balanced argument from Dave as well. Uh, somebody's piping in about Orange Theory Stadium, saying they did two tickets, uh, two for one tickets two weeks ago, 50 bucks for four adults, so that's not bad, maybe the Crusaders are, are onto something there. Um, this one, price is definitely a factor, but if the products and associated entertainment were there, I'd personally pay. Happily paid good money to go to NBA games in the States because you knew the game was going to be a high standard and there was something going on the court during downtime. We are paying too much for subpar product at the moment, that is from Tim, thanks for your text Tim, double eight, double three, and we're feeling, getting a lot of that feeling come through, Izzy. Yeah, the costs, the entertainment factor, it's just, yeah, ringing out at the moment. And uh, everyone's pretty frustrated. So there's a lot of, like those afternoon games, man, they'll be so good. I'd love to take my kids to a game of rugby. But when it's 7 o'clock at night and it's frozen outside, I just can't. You know, you're throwing in sickness and and late nights, it just doesn't fit. And I know that's a broadcasting thing and and a problem there, but you've got to find a way to make it more um, easily affordable and easily uh, you know, an option to go and, and uh, attend these games because yeah. the timing factor plays a big part. Giving people a reason to go along. That is uh, that is what we want to see. No doubt Smithy is going to pick this topic up as well uh, and he is going to be with us next here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast at 6 to 9.